What is up, everybody? Welcome to HCS Source episode number six. My name is Active. I am a content creator and caster. And of course, I've got with me none other than Tony. Tony, intro yourself, brother. Yo, what's up, guys? Why not be reckless, aka why not be casting? And I'm kind of a freaking big deal. If you don't know, now you know. One of the HCS commentators. Uh, full-time content creator, Twitch, YouTube. You already know I don't hide from nobody. <laughs> but you know, it's funny because I, I guess I guess I gotta reword it because because I said I'm one of the HS commentators. Let me rephrase this. And we're two of the HS commentators, Woo! the newest commentator to join the HS team. It's Young Timothy, Active E. Let's go. Is in the building. And how you feeling, Tim? Oh my goodness gracious, Tony! I, I I've known about this for about two weeks now. I think I signed the contract two weeks ago, and I've been wanting to tell people forever, guys. I've been wanting to tell you. Why did you tell them for so long? Because I didn't want to get sued. <laughs> I've been wanting to tell you guys for so. So what you're long. saying is you don't you care more about your pockets than you care about your community? Oh my gosh! Oh yes, yes I do. Absolutely. No, I love you guys. Absolutely, this is incredible. I. It's a chance of a lifetime. I've been working very, very hard for this uh, alongside Tony, alongside many other casters. I've always gotten to the cast and then automatically I ask what I did wrong, what I need to improve on. And I've improved on that. Of course, I had the blessing of Bravo. I've had onset work with me. I've had everyone in the industry work with me to make sure that I get as good as I can, as fast as I can. And I guess HGS saw something in me here. And I am very honored and blessed and humbled by this opportunity and I am not taking it lightly whatsoever but that being said we're gonna have a lot of fun we're gonna have a blast and uh, not only that we're gonna have a blast today on today's show because we're gonna take a deep dive into the pools for this tournament we've got a lot of we got a lot of pool a deep dive into the pool Okay. Into the pool. So, yeah. Do you have do you have your swimmies on, Tony? You have your swimmies on. Are you ready? I, I, I'm ready. I got my flippers. I'm I'm ready. I can hold my breath real long. <laughs> I, I cannot. I think I got 30 seconds maximum. But um, yeah, we're gonna take a deep dive into the pools. We got obviously pool A, pool B, pool C, pool pool D. All right. They each got four teams in it. You guys all know how it works. The top two from the pools will move over to the championship winners bracket. The third place uh, third place in the pool will move over to round two of the elimination bracket and of course fourth place will move into round one of the elimination bracket where they'll meet with the four teams that qualified in the losers bracket from the last open super uh tournament so lots of information to take in but you know what tony i'm gonna let you start because you're you're you know you're the veteran here I, i'm a newbie i just came into hcs <laughs> you know i'm coming in new as can be i'm gonna give it to the veteran here okay old grandpa tony Tony, why don't you tell them, let's talk about Pool A first. What do you have to say about Pool A? We've got Sentinels, E United, Complexity, and Crowd Pleasers. Tell me your thoughts. First of all, I'm pretty sure you're older than me. So I, I don't know how this uh, works that I'm grandpa, you're not. Uh, but but, but wait, wait, it's fine. We'll talk about that another time because right now we're going to talk about Sentinels made up of Frosty, Lethal, World 2, and Snakebite, their first matchup potentially being E United. And that comes up with Manny, Rain, Ryan Noob, and Suspector. Sentinels coming off of the big win in Kansas City, showing that they can step up when it matters most. But now they're going to have to see if they can do the same here in $125,000 Super. Ooh, Ooh, that's a lot of a money. Lot of money. Ooh. Ooh. United, um, 
unlike Sentinels being one of the longest tenured rosters, if not the excuse me the longest tenured roster that we uh, that uh, according to my records. Meanwhile, EU United implementing two new pieces, that being Manny from formerly of KCP, Suspector formerly of Exet. I got Sentinels winning this. Call it call it three two. I think United could take them five games. Uh, and maybe three one. I say United at least take one game, but I have Sentinels finish off one zero. Next up, Sentinels versus Complexity. And although Complexity having that duo of Monster and Vetro being dangerous, the Ronicle and Cycle coming over from Luminosity, a team that can really set the pace in a lot of these matchups, I don't think they're going to be able to do it against the likes of Sentinels. I'm sorry. They're just too good, too experienced, and Royal 2 is too Canadian. I have Sentinels finishing this, and to be honest with you, I, I think a 3-0 might be in the future. Maybe a 3-1. I'll give Complexity some respect, but... I think Sentinels come out on top, and then crowd pleasers uh, made uh, excuse me made up of Kratos, Mines, Piggy, and King J. Uh, King J, best friends of World to a Stake, but they know each other really well. And I think I think crowd pleasers are interesting. I think you know Mines, Piggy, and King J. They love they love to challenge. They love to get into the face of their opponents. And you have Kratos, you know, who's who anchoring those spawns and 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 making sure that the team is grounded out. I think Kratos brings a lot to the table. Uh, sadly, they'll bring a lot to possibly the elimination bracket because they, they ain't going up against Sentinels. I'm sorry, Sentinels pulling off the three zero, maybe three one. Next up, we got United going up against Complexity. This is the matchup I'm excited for. Because I think a lot of people have EU United probably finishing off 3-0. And I can see and I can see that. I respect your opinion. I do. But do not sleep on complexity. I think complexity can really make this a series. I'm, I'm my brain is telling me EU United finishes off. We'll say we'll say 3-2 again. We'll say complexity take this to a game number five. But if I had a time machine, I went into the future and it said, hey. Guess what? Complexity went out the series. I, I would say, oh, that's an upset. Yeah. Mm. Am I shocked? No. Complexity are good. Complexity are really good. I just happen to think United is better. Complexity going against Crowd Please is going to be the final matchup there. Um, I like Crowd Please a lot. I really do. But at the end of the day, I just. Complexity of, you know, you're bringing in two duos who have been together for quite some time. You're reuniting Veteran and Ronico from back in the Halo 5 days. They understand each other's play styles. Psycho and Ronico have been teaming together a way back in the day as well. I just think, I think there's going to be too much chemistry mm. on Complexity's roster where I think crowd pleasers, I'm looking at the squad, I'm like, wow, this is the best available talent put together. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. but, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a team. To Complexity feel like a team. Crowd pleasers feel like, wow, these are some talented free agents that came together. And, and it's no disrespect to them whatsoever, but I have Complexity finishing in third place in this pool. Again, at Sentinels first, United second, Complexity third, and Crowd pleasers fourth. And Active, you got something to say about that? We can, we can go right now. You know no, what? No, don't be, no, don't be coming early with your BS, I swear. You know what? I, I pretty much fully agree with you here, except for <laughs> the fact that oh. I think Sentinels our first year in the in the pool i think complexity is second um now that being said i like that. that i like that that being said okay the game five you talked about i think goes in the favor of complexity i think these guys are passionate i think they're young i think they want it bad do united want it as just as bad i i don't know potentially you know 
Um, like you said, it's a big tournament, 125 grand on the line. A lot of these teams, we're going to talk about this later, are going to Austin, Texas to land. They're going to be, mm-hmm. there's no excuses. There's no, oh, you got better ping or, oh, I'm desyncing. There's no excuses. Everyone's going to be on the same type of internet, all the same ping. The server's literally your neighbor, okay? You can go touch it. Um, wow, just dropped my water. Uh, so so I think, for me, it's going to be Sentinel's Complexity United Crowd Pleasers. That's pretty much just kind of flipped. Okay. A little bit of a flip there. I really believe in this complexity so- roster. They're very fast, very young, very passionate. And I think that they can edge out United. I don't think United is ready. Uh, wait, I'm not done. There's one other factor here. Okay. You're not only changing two players on your squad. You're not only, you know, bringing in uh, Suspector and bringing in Manny. That's fine, right? You're not getting Shig for the Super. He can't travel to Austin. He's staying home. He tweeted this today. So you have to get B. Rizzle, I think his name is. Brizzle? Brizzy from Exet. He was the coach of Exit. Mm-hmm. So you have a brand new coach as well on your roster. You don't know how he does things. I think things are going to be so confusing. Do they have some time? They're probably there right now landing. I guarantee they're practicing right now landing. I don't know. They're, they're practicing right now as a team there, I'm sure. But I think there's just so many factors there that make this very unorganized and make it very um, chaotic and new. Does that mean that they can't have a honeymoon stage? No, eh, I think they can. I think United have a honeymoon stage here with their two new players and, of course, the new coach. But I think complexity is going to overwhelm them. I think that uh, complexity is just a lot of passionate, fast-paced. We call them Zoomers in my day. You know, guys are just like, just zoom in and just slay. Uh, I, I really like complexity. I love this roster. Monster is my X factor. I think he, when he's playing well, his whole team will follow suit. So, Sentinels, complexity, so- United crowd pleasers. What are your thoughts? So I think that you would probably have fun having a little friendly wager. Oh. Uh, we make things interesting. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, what, what are you looking at here? No money. No money. Okay. But I was, I, I'll say that if E-United lose this matchup in pool play mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the Monday after the tournament's over, yeah. I'll sing Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. And I'm going to ask... That if United win, mm-hmm. you do the same, and I want it on stream, mm-hmm. and then recorded. Oh, recorded? Oh. And then put on Twitter. I'm going to take out the recording part, and I will accept. No recording. Put it on I, stream. I, 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 delete, need, I need to go on Twitter. Delete the VOD. No, 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 no. No proof. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> do, you, do you want me to get fired off of HCS tomorrow? Like, they see that on Monday, they're going to be like, who the frick did we just hi- We got to get rid of this guy. He's not going to Orlando with us. Screw this kid. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Stream only. Stream, Stream only. only. And, I, and okay. I, I don't publish my VOD, so I hope you don't either because if you do. Oh, mine are, mine are out there. Oh. <laughs> I ain't hide. I ain't had it for nobody. But tell me, tell, talk to me about Pool B. <laughs> All right. Pool B. We've got Cloud9, Phase Clan, Oxygen Esports, and Need an Org. Um, this is a pretty, pretty decent pool, but. Uh, I talked about this in the last episode, and we gave a little bit of our predictions, and I put FaZe Clan at, I believe, sixth. Um, there's a reason for that. I, I, I've talked a lot with Sparty. Um, Sparty really likes me, which is awesome. He's a great guy. Um, hugs me at events. Just a really cool dude. I, we've gotten along really well. I don't know why. I, it's just awesome. It's great. A really humble guy. Someone you, you uh, if we live near each other, I would, I would definitely be really good friends with him. Um, but he did mention they're not ready. 
he he said there's a lot to work on and that's to be seen right we've seen it in the lands we've seen it in the scrim i'm sorry we've seen it in the scrims we've seen their gameplay 12-1 against optic in scrims now i don't like to put a lot of value on the scrims i'm not that kind of guy i understand the scrims aren't everything in fact some of these top teams i don't even think go to they go into scrims to win but like I've talked about before, there's a lot more value in losing because you can literally study. Like that 12-1 scrim is so valuable to this phase roster. And I think they've all got the work that uh, the work ethic to get better, to get to the point where they're one of the best in the world. But we're talking this weekend, okay? There's not a lot of time. On top of the fact, Spartan broke his controller at Dallas, so he has to use a new controller, so he's already chalked. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, he broke his controller apparently at Dallas. He had to get a new controller. I'm just kidding. That's not going to play a huge factor. But um, so I think that being said, Cloud9 against FaZe, Cloud9 take it. A 3-1, 3-0 three, three, maybe, 3-0. Uh, I think that uh, Cloud9 versus Oxygen Esports. I like this Oxygen Esports roster. I think that uh, Triton is a player who really surprised me that he wanted to retire. He got off complexity. Uh, talked about wanting to stop gaming, you know, just do it for fun. And now he's ending up on all these orgs and he's still playing at a really high level, which is cr- incredible to see. Uh, so I, I, I really liked his Oxygen Esports roster, but Cloud9 3 uh, Cloud9 3 against Nidorg as well. Um, I, I, I just Cloud9, regardless of uh, the fact that I don't think Bound has... F- I can't say... Okay, I haven't watched enough of them to really say how Bound is affecting this roster... But I hear from Tony, who hears from the grapevine, that this is one of the, like, they're practicing the hardest they ever have right now. So to me, that says good things. To me, that tells me that, that they want to somehow work this out. You know, losing that player in Renegade, of course, he was a great player, but Bound has other strengths, you know, that Renegade didn't have. Maybe his flank ability, maybe his ability to, uh, to, put, uh, to, to be in the right spots at the right time, the playmaking ability. Uh, Renegade had that as well, but I think Bound will bring, you know, that movement tech. He's a speed demon. The guy's insane with movement. He's a ha- he has been since Halo 5. Um, so I think uh, Bound will definitely fit. So I say they, they win all across the board. Now Face. Moving on to Face. Face versus Oxygen Esports. <sighs> I really want to say that they take this, and I think they do, but I think it will be by the skin of their teeth just because this team has so much to work on. Now, that being said, I want to make a point to say that I watched them in the JJ tournament for $1,000. Tony, you casted that with Shyway. I think that their, their improvement from the very first game they played against G1 to the very last game they played against G1 was literally an insanely stark difference. It was, there was such a difference from, from that first series to the last series where they played against G1. They still lost, but their communication was better. Uh, their, their bait and switch ability was better. Uh, they seem to be gelling way better. And that's just off of one little tournament, right? Imagine what they're going to do with more scrims, more tournaments, more reps. Um, so I think the phase, you know, squeak out a win against Oxygen Esports. And I also think they do the same against Nina Norg. Um, so I think phase is going to play second here. I think Cloud9 is first in the pool. And then I think it goes Oxygen and Nina Norg, which is pretty much based on their seeds for, for me. What do you think, mm-hmm. Tony? It's it's hard for me to disagree, but I just want to paint a picture and just to give you guys a roster. By the way, Phase, Falcon, Renegade, Snipe Down, and Spartan, Oxygen Esports, Common, Triton, Bohm, and Nemesis. Uh, need an org, Fluorously, Name, JK, and Go- Gold Star BR. Um, I just want to paint a picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Imagine FaZe beat out Cloud9. Oh my goodness. It, like, like, so, so let's, let's say that instead of Cloud9 finishing 3-0, FaZe finished 3-0 in pools. Propels them to what? Winner's bracket round number two. Now they're just one step closer. You, you know, you're, what, you're two rounds away from making it to winner's finals and you're guaranteed top three. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I wouldn't be surprised, Tony. It's crazy to think about. And, and but, but, but the one thing that scares me, I'm scared that if FaZe beat out Cloud9, Spartan smashes the controller through three monitors. <laughs> I'm afraid that happens. His passion is so incredible. I I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. That that would that would be Um, so surprising to me. Like, and and I I would be shocked. That that's that's a great picture to paint, Bob Ross. Thank you. Um, I love it. Uh, As far as the auction esports and need an org roster, just just to be. Just to play devil's advocate, give me need an org over Oxygen Esports. And I'm and, and and you know, there was a wise man. I can't I can't think of his name. Um great great guy, great hair, great personality, great voice. Um maybe a caster as well. Yeah, who is it? He said that like there's something really dangerous about a team that's playing more than just playing for the moment, playing for themselves, playing for the situation. Mm-hmm. And Need an org are three players that number one, the three players of that EMGG roster that finished top 16 in Kansas City. Nobody had to make it out of pools. They made top 16 mm. and definitely made it out of pools. Uh, Fluorously, JK, and Gold Star BR. You have Fluorously, JK, and Name who have had stints on this auction esports roster to the point where I think they cared about being dropped to the point where they even decided to troll the name and name themselves The Breach. Which is obviously a playoff of Oxygen Esports, only only the beach for Call of Duty. So almost kind of like the like a B team of Oxygen Esports, the leftovers of Oxygen Esports. You cared enough to meme the name. Something tells me that this win just means something, and I th- I think I don't. You know what? Let me be disrespectful for a second. Okay. G- just, just for the sake of being devil's advocate, I, I agree with that. The Oxygen Esports should finish third in this pool but i'm gonna say need an org beat out oxygen esports mm. and they finish third just because they're playing for something a little bit more i don't know okay i, I like that <laughs> i like that a lot and and uh you know need an org is is definitely a team that uh, i know the players on there but i didn't really know too much of the history until you talked about it uh and it seems like their chemistry is definitely going to be there um and there's a reason that they've stuck together or at least you know part of them have stuck together for so long and they've kind of swapped i i think that'll definitely play a factor and um i still don't uh, agree i think oxygen is just so good but i see your point and i think that it's a very valid point because i made it <laughs> and it says with face. Was you? Oh, <laughs> it was me. It was Did me. I say wise? Oh man, I, I, wow. I was oh, sadly mistaken. On. Oh boy. <laughs> oh. We, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk about Pool C though. This is, I mean, Tony, Optic Gaming is in Pool C, and we've also got G1, Fnatic, and Forbidden Fruit. Uh, I okay. gotta hear your predictions on this pool, man. Sure. Optic are good. <laughs> Optic are good. Move on. Uh, Optic Gaming, uh, ABG Formal, Lucid, and Trippy. This is uh, three-fourths of the roster that came out after Anaheim implementing Formal and immediately finding success, uh, uh, especially during online and scrims and even online tour where they won the $75,000 after crowdfunding uh, phase Invitational. Uh, did Optic Gaming, G1. Uh, kind of same thing. Three-fourths of that roster, which was uh, amazing. They were doing great. They even got third place during one of the opens. 
implement Boo Boo Doo Boo to join Swiss Squale and Predevinator, and they immediately just zoom. Their, their graph was already the graph was already do 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 do, and then suddenly, right right off the charts. Yeah, G one have been looking incredible again, both in scrims and open tournaments. Uh, winning a couple open tournaments and really going the distance in scrims against some of the best, the elite four. I'm talking, Fnatic. I was high on Fnatic uh, uh, the beginning of season one before Raleigh, and um, they've underperformed. Mm. I, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This is not the fanatic that we want to see. They've had moments, a few of them, but not enough for me to want to go crazy. And then Forbidden Fruit, uh, by the way, I'm sorry, Fnatic, Jazeera, uh, Rami, Septify, and Super CC, uh, and then Forbidden Fruit, Envoy, Tony, Two Turned, Hysteria, and Arctic. Optic going against G1. I think G1 have looked incredible even against Optic in scrims. G1 have looked like the real deal. They have. And they're scary. They're looking like, forget contending for top 12 or top 8. Damn it. They're looking like they want to contend for, for top 4. Mm. But they won't be doing it in winner's round 2 because Optic finished 1-0 over, uh, over, G, over G1. Call it call it game 5. I don't care. Game, game 4, game 5. G1 definitely win at least 1. G1 going up against Fnatic. If you ask me before, if you ask me right after Anaheim, I say Fnatic all day. I'm like, oh, the, the, the Fnatic that took Cloud9 to Game 5? That Fnatic? With the main Slayer Envor? Mm. Envor no longer on the team. Fnatic no longer looking like the team that's destined to get top four and instead are treading above water in top 16, top 12. I'm talking treading for their life out in the middle of the ocean. And it, it's tough to see. Maybe this is the turning point for Fnatic. Maybe Fnatic make their stance here. Maybe. And I would love to see that. But that to do an elimination bracket because G1 finish. Uh, we'll call it 3-1. Sure, whatever. <laughs> G1 versus Forbidden uh, Fruit. I'm interested. I'm intrigued by this matchup. Tony 2 turned formerly on G1. I think he finished breakout player. Of, uh, of, of either Anaheim or, Can or Kansas City. It might be Kansas City. I apologize. Uh, either way, Tony Tuchel was looking like a stud coming off of Call of Duty, I believe. And he was looking good in the G1 roster. G1 dropped Tony Tuchel and then raised questions like, what, Tony? Really? I was shocked. Off of all the success they were finding, even finishing third during one of the opens, eventually G1 screamed with Boo Doo when Boo Doo says, you know what? I like these kids. <laughs> oh, Read, uh, reuniting with his uh, former duo back in Halo 5 pre-Devinator somebody called Contra on the phone Switch uh, <laughs> <laughs> 5s and Squale have been taking the esports Halo world by storm beating out the likes of K uh, Cloud9 Sentinels and even Optic and Scrims and again I'm not going to put everything on Scrims right. but I still have G1 over Forbidden Fruit simple as that Next up, we got G1 versus Fnatic. Uh, I'm interested. Again, I think Fnatic needs to use this as a turning point. I, we haven't seen the Fnatic that, that, that I, I haven't seen the Fnatic that I want to see. And I'm going to say that I haven't talked to them, but I'm going to say that they're not happy with their results either. Especially when it comes to online. I feel like they're, this is a team that should be bullying the open, the, the open series. You know what I mean? Like right, they, they, right. Need to be, they need to be bullying. 
And I guess this is where it matters most. This is where the money's on the line. And particularly, they do good in the majors. And this is considered regional. By the way, typically, they do well. And uh, we'll see what happens here. But Fnatic, I had them losing out to G1, like I said. Um, Fnatic and Forbidden Fruit. I'm really interested. They talk about storyline. That's a real good Talking one. Talking about storylines. Envoy getting dropped from Fnatic. I said Tony Tutor raised questions when he was dropped from G1. Fnatic dropping Envoy raised exclamation points. Wait, what was it? Was it a typo? Like, what? Metal Gear Solid exclamation point. Like, legit. Um, yeah. But... I will. I will say. I love the. I love the duo of Envoy and Tony. And Arctic is nasty. He is. Arctic's good. Hysteria brings a veteranship. You know, he's been at it for what? I, I mean, fifty some odd years. Fifty-five at most, at 50, least. 50, yeah. yeah, yeah. Doesn't look a day over fifty-four, but uh, he look, look. He look real good. Hysteria coming in here. Forbidden fruit are great. They are. They're very similar to crowd please. The best available talent comes together. But I'm still not seeing a team. And I would say that in this case, give me Fnatic who three-fourths of his roster have been grinding together and know what they want to accomplish, game plan in and out. And Forbidden Fruit, who I've got the chance to watch when they opens, they look good, but they were looking more reactionary. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was more scrappy than it was clean. And at this level of gameplay, I want to see more clean. So I guess give me Fnatic, but... <laughs> <laughs> not by much <laughs> not by much G give me give me one good reason why you like forbidden fruit i'll switch right now i don't even care well, i'm bro. gonna give you lots of reasons <laughs> but, actually um, i'm ready but i i but i, I would say give me fanatic because i just feel like i said they, they've been together for quite some time so um optic G uh, optic and first g1 second fanatic third mm -hmm. and then forbidden fruit Four for pool C. Okay, I hate to push back again, but I'm gonna do it. Okay, fanatic, yeah, please, fanatic please. and forbidden fruit. I talk out of my ass. I'm flipping those. I'm flipping those right now. And again, it has to do with what we talked about before. And I will, I will be known in the HCS as the guy who talks so much about mental and so much about confidence and so much about the why. Okay, because I think that's the most important thing. And I think Halo is. Primarily mental. I would say 70% of Halo is mental if you, if you consider everything, uh, you know, awareness, etc. Anyway, I truly think when you have Envor who got dropped, you got Tony who got dropped, you've got Hysteria who I think got dropped off complexity, and then you have Arctic who was on G2 and then on Xset and then got dropped. Okay, so you got four players who were just thrown in the trash. No one cared about them. Left them on the side of the road. They're starving for food. They're trying to make it. Okay? They want this. Badly. Okay? Fnatic, they're getting their butts pat. They're getting, you know, that nice chunk of salary every month. There's a reason these guys are called Forbidden Fruit. They don't have an org backing them right now. This is just purely passion. Okay? This is purely passion coming out of these guys. Passion fruit. And I talked to you, I talked to Arctic, and he's frustrated. If you saw him in the, uh, I believe it was one of the last open tournaments, I believe, he talked about the fact that uh, he's just very frustrated. He's in a bad mental spot because you're on G2, 
you know, making some good good money and you're on a nice team, you get dropped, then you're like, okay, I got on XSET, another nice org that's going to treat me right. And you know, I'm going to get I'm going to get some time in. We got, you know, facility, etc. Then XSET just drops out of Halo. And you're stuck, you're stuck. You're a great player with great talent and you you have nowhere to go. And uh, I think he's found his spot here. I think all four of these players have the why. And I think that's why they beat out Fnatic. The other two I agree with. I think G1's an incredible roster. They're not as good as Optic. No shot. But I think Fnatic and Forbidden Fruit, Forbidden Fruit come out on top of that one just due to the why and just due to the fact that these four players got dropped out of thin air and, and have had to try and pick up the pieces. And it, they look good. They look good. I love Envor. I love Rami as well. Don't get me wrong. Great player. But I didn't like the drop there. I didn't like Envor uh, getting dropped. Maybe there's some chemistry issues or some internal issues. Who really knows? You never know. You're not a fly in the wall when none of us are. But I, I do think that um, Envor brings the passion to the game. And that's very, very important. Um, I think he's a little inconsistent too. I, I do agree that he is inconsistent. But another player who, when playing well, will literally take over an entire game. Which is what you need. Um, so, anyway. I agree Can with I you. Can I ask one question? Talk to me. Is it possible that Fnatic are hearing the questions about where they are as a team? The questions about dropping on for? Mm -hmm. And maybe maybe they're playing for something more as well. Maybe. They're, 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 maybe, maybe they're playing to prove that their decision was right. Mm -hmm. And they're playing to prove that, you know, they're not the laughing stock of the partner of the partner squads. Okay. You know, that, 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 that the moments that we saw of brilliance from them, maybe they could put it to, is it possible yeah. that maybe Fnatic are playing with a chip on their shoulder as well? I mean, just mind you, Jazeera was dropped for two weeks. Yeah. Which is really two weird. Two weeks by he the was way. dropped. He yeah. came back and the man looked different afterwards. He like, he was playing for something to prove as well. Yeah. So, does that sway you a little my bit? Answer or is yes. that? My answer is yes, that it is possible. I think that goes to a game five. I think that that, that series goes to a game five. It goes either way. Um, they're very aggressive. Both of them are very aggressive rosters. Um, very sporadic and uh, not really organized in a sense in my eyes from what I've seen. Um, but yes, I, I do agree. There is a chip. There could be a chip on their shoulder. Like that, that zero drop to me is just like, why? Like, why is he dropped for two weeks and then comes back? You know, and then, and then, of course, like you just said, he came back, and all of a sudden, he's a different player. There's Sorry, I should say I, I used the word dropped. I should say, excuse me, benched. 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 I, okay, that's yeah. I, 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 on me. I apologize. Okay. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, no, it's okay. So, so benched. Um, but why? You know, maybe they were looking for someone else, and then that has to affect the mental a little bit. So, yeah, he came back swinging again. That's another intangible. I, I gotta. I'm always gonna like. You're gonna hear me slam on this this is this is me like this is what i what i i think i will specialize in and maybe i'm wrong maybe but this is just my pure opinion the intangibles are what matter you saw it right there with with jazeera maybe he brings that to um to this as well because maybe he thinks that uh his his uh potential job is in jeopardy maybe he thinks he's gonna get benched again so yeah i think he brings the the fire i think rami has been on multiple squads right he was on SSG at one point. I, I, don't, I can't even remember how many times he was on a different team. He's been on a lot of different teams. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I think that's a I, – I do agree. That's a great point. I, I think they go to a game five uh, on that series. I think it, it'll be a really interesting matchup. 
it's going to be all about who comes to play. And I don't know if those teams are actually going to Austin, uh, Fnatic and, and Forbidden Fruit. I'm not sure if they're going to Austin. Uh, that's another question in, in the making as well. Like, I think the teams that don't go to Austin are at a severe disadvantage. Like, severe, in my opinion. Like, ping matters more in this game than any other Halo, in my opinion, ever, except for, like, Halo 3 Season 1. <laughs> like, it, it matters a lot. So, I think that definitely plays a factor. Um, I do want to touch on G1. I love the fact that Boo Boo Doo Boo like scrimmed with like multiple teams, Tony, and like multiple. We're talking like KCP and and pretty much every. He was touching everyone. The, the guy was all over the place, right? Um, and he decided to choose G one, and he has been seen to have massive success with these guys. I love that. The guy knows what he's doing, and it's very apparent, very evident. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, unless you have anything else to say, we can move on to Pool D. Please. All right. Pool D, we've got Pioneers, G2, Lions, and Space Station Gaming. Now, this is, this is my turn, okay? Sit back, Tony. It's my turn. Uh, Pioneers look really good. I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I think they're the most, obviously, known to be the most aggressive squad in the HGS. They're... Play style, you know, especially with Manny back then was so fast paced that a lot of the lower tiered teams, I say like below top six were thrown off completely. The problem was, is when they faced a team that would read them um, and, and understand what they were trying to do, you'd have players like Trippy completely taking advantage of their playmaking ability. He would sit in a corner, set up a trap, wait for them to just kind of mindlessly push through. I think that that was their weakness, is the fact that they had one speed, that's it. It was just an automatic. One speed, that's it. I think with Nick, they turn into a manual transmission. They can shift gears at any point in time. They have different pacing at any point in time, and I think Nick brings that to the squad with his veteranship and leadership. And I think that that's the most important part of this roster for me. Um, so Pioneers versus G2, I'm going to go with Pioneers. The reason for that is with G2, we have barcode being added to the squad and we haven't seen them play as a team yet. That's one player coming from Australia who is absolutely disgusting, by the way. Um, I think from what I've seen online, my word, that kid is disgusting. There's a reason he moved. Let me just tell you that. There's a reason the guy moved. He is really good. Uh, but they don't have that chemistry together. Now, that being said, once again, honeymoon stage plays a factor in some of these rosters. You get, you always have that with a relationship, with a team roster, with anything in life. You have a honeymoon stage where you're, you know, it's like that beginner's luck, kind of. You get into it. You guys are vibing. You're playing your absolute best. Boom. No drama. No, nothing holding you back. Boom. Done. Uh, I think that uh, G2 may have that. So I think Pioneers versus G2. I think it's, I think it's a 3-2. Uh, honestly, I think this is a really close series. Depending, it's, it's all depending on how they gel. Again, that 3-2 that is in Pioneers' favor. And it's because I think maybe they have some sort of a honeymoon stage with Barcode. Disgusting player who I think can really turn up. And I think he wants to, being that this is his first tournament in North America. So, there's that. Lions. We've got Burn Parzelli, Hotshot Ghost, and Mortally. These guys are all so talented. 
We talk about Hotshot Ghost all the time. His ability to completely just outslay, destroy, playmaking ability, winning 2% fights that he shouldn't win. Like, that's Hotshot Ghost to me. Morally, we've seen him turn up. They literally SSG, game five, went 20 and 10. SSG's out. They have to play again the next weekend. Absolutely insane. That's an upset in and of itself. Um, so we'll talk about Space Age Gaming in a minute. So I think that uh, all that being said, I think Pioneer is still a very uh, more balanced roster, a, a more a solidified roster than Lions is at the moment. But there's a potential upset that could happen there, in my opinion. Uh, and then you got Pioneers versus Space Station Gaming. I love you, SSG, so much. I love every player on that squad. I love you, Lamite. Love the organization. Pioneers take that. 3-0. Um, G2 versus Lions. Uh, G2 versus Lions, I think that, again, it has to do with the X Factor and Barcode. I think that Barcode is, uh, is a player we have yet to see in a, in a major tournament like this. I mean, the A and Z tournaments are different. Obviously, he performed well in, the, uh, in those tournaments on the Chiefs. But I think here it's a different story. North America, in my opinion, a lot more, uh, a lot higher of a competitive skill ceiling that he has to kind of uh, battle against. And we'll see if he's able to do that. Not too sure. It's again going to come down to those first couple games that we're able to watch. And then Lions versus Space Station Gaming. This one, I think, will be close. I'm going to be honest with you. They beat him in a game five to, to kick him out of the open last time. Why can't they do it again? Um, will SSG come more prepared? Possibly. There's a lot of film to review there. Maybe they know this matchup is potentially coming. They're going to study for it, and that would be very, very intelligent of them. So I think maybe uh, Space Station can come on top of this one. But again, I think it's going to be a really close series, in my opinion. Tony, what do you think? This pool D is tough. This pool D is probably the toughest one to gauge, I would say. I can agree with um, that. I, you know, when SSG first came together, I, if you ask me this question in this pool, I say SSG win out this entire pool. Right, right. When they first came together. <clears throat> well, uh, let's break it down. Uh, Pioneers versus G2. Love Pioneers. You're not gonna find a bigger Pioneers fan than, than than me. I've been I've been going hard on them for long for a long time, mm -hmm. long time. G two three owed them three weeks ago with Envor. Mm. I love Envor, but you said it yourself, man. Barcode can be can be a stud, mm. and I already I I, I mean. I, if if Barcode can bring this at the same energy as Envoy, I'm not gonna say better. I'm gonna say the same. Why can't they beat him again? A good point. Same roster. Mm -hmm. I think who, who did you have over SSG and Lions? Who did you have? I, I said it would go to a game five, and I think Lions would come out on top. Lions versus SSG. You're talking. I said. I said Lions would come oh. on top of a of a game five. Um, I yeah. I like the fact that you brought up the fact that the, uh, these two have matched up against each other before. Mm -hmm. um, you know, stylistic. It's not like the Pioneers versus G two, which the difference of philosophy. Pioneers are ultra oh, aggressive. G two are like a defensive and one. That's not like is that like that kind of match? It's just like it's two teams that are capable of winning. Give me Space Station. 
Sure, just to just to play on the side of the coin, you okay. know, Spacey's been together longer, but I love Hotshot Ghost. Not only can he stuff the stat sheet, but he's a player. I, I said he's a he's a, has the mind of a vet in the uh, in the heart of a of that. a top amateur. I love that quote. I'm being honest. I love uh, that quote. Uh, Hotshot Ghost is real. I, I, I like him a lot. Uh, Parzelli's interesting. Bur- Yo, Burn is Burn is sneakily good. I'm watching him drop 18 and Slayers in the esports arena tour while I'm cast. I'm like, okay. There's a reason Flamesword picked him up uh, or in the early stages uh, on SQ. Yeah. yeah that he definitely saw something in him. And Morley goes toe to toe with the best of them. Uh, and, and, and what I saw when I was playing with them, he was an IGL. Is he the IGL for this team? I don't know. Right. But I, I like the squad. I like SSG more. Sue me. You know, I, I think Collect and Suppressed are, are super young, super talented, and have a bright future. Tylenol as well. And Ace got the global champion Ace. I, I, I'm sorry. Wait, Ace what, what first game, thing. What, what game was that, Tony? Can you, can you tell me what game it was? Halo 4. All right. So we're just, we're just throwing that right out of the conversation. It, Halo 4, man. Like, Halo huh. 4 plays more like Infinite than, oh. than, than Halo 5 did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, if you're looking at Halo 4 versus uh, comparing Halo 4, to, Halo 4 plays more like Infinite oh, than Halo 5 did. I can't do it. I, I'm just saying. I hate that and, game. And, 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 and on top of that, you're talking about first thing in the morning, Ace? First thing in the morning? We're talking <laughs> fresh bath? off an ice bath? He done touch grass? This man out here meditating in his chair. I'm, t- I'm telling you, when, when, when you see him meditating in his chair, he don't even got his hands on his control. The man is, is levitating above his chair with his controller just sitting in midair, and it's clicking for him, bro. Like, Ace, first thing in the morning, Ace is the most dangerous player in the league. I don't know who Frosty is. I don't know who Renegade is. Give me Ace first thing in the freaking morning, dude, bro. You, you made me snort. I haven't snort laughed in so long, dude. <laughs> uh, I do agree that Ace could pop off though, and it's on a serious note. And he has though, for real. He he has, he, he has though. He has. I'm telling you, give him the power weapons. He said, "Give that him on the Twitter. freaking power." Weapons. He literally said that on Twitter. He said, "Give me the power weapons. This is what happens." And he posted a scrim. I believe it was first the pioneers. He went like 32 and five or something. Um, yeah, no, I I agree. And that's the, I think that you know I always point out these like new players as X factors, Tony. But I think I think Ace is the X factor on Space Station Gaming. Because I do think he's a little inconsistent. I think that his gameplay, one game, will be absolutely phenomenal. And and uh, it kind of goes against everything that I believe in. Because I'm a big believer in mental. And he talks like he has his mental down. But then he's very inconsistent. I don't understand it. Either he's missing something in his routine. Uh, or, or, you know, needs to take a colder ice bath. or so- I don't know what it is. But the guy has the potential to be... Incre- like he has the potential to be on par in terms of slays on everyone on that roster. I do believe that. Oh, I think he will be. And, and and that's and yes, I think you're right. I think he's one of those players that when you have that veteranship mentality and you've been, you know, I joke around about Halo Four. I absolutely hate that game. I think it's. I'm sorry, three four three. You're beautiful, but I hate. I don't like Halo Four. I think I played it for the truck. There was like a truck on the line for free for all. You play Halo Four and you. You try to get as many wins as possible, and uh, I was working at that time at, uh, at General Dynamics um, making submarines, so I, I couldn't really play, um, so I did my best, and freaking Strongside won the truck. He got like a UNSC truck that was so sick looking, and then I quit. I stopped playing Halo 4 because that was the only reason I wanted <laughs> to play. It, it, was, it just wasn't my type of game, the fact that there was no D-scope, etc., but that being said, having that clutch ability 
in a 1v1 for that much money. I think it was at like $250,000 or whatever it was. That's insane. Ooh. And there's a reason that uh, there, there, there's, there's, a, there's certain players and people that can enter those situations and really come up clutch and, and ace did it. And he's come up clutch in many other situations as well. Uh, definitely a clutch factor on that team. Definitely an X factor as well. And um, so that being said, if it, I think if he plays well, Space Station take it. I'll I'll give you that. And uh, again, the so uh, that's my yeah. That's my that well. So just just to uh, just to wrap it up, and I'll send it over to you. I have G two finishing first, Pioneer second, Space Station third, Lions fourth. G two finishing first. You really believe in Barcode that much, huh? That's that's awesome. I I, I don't think I why why. I, we just I was just, just saying, they, we old pioneers without barcode. Yeah, no, I get that. that that's a good point. Uh, that is a good point. And if you're to, if you're to compare Envor and barcode, from what I've seen of barcode uh, as of yet, like the past week that he's been posting clips and streaming on Twitch, I I think he's ahead of Envor in terms of individual skill and slayability. Um, and that being said, I think I can definitely see where you're coming from, but I just think pioneers are too good. I like when it comes to when it comes to pioneers for me. The only people that I think can beat out pioneers are like the top four. I, I think you I know think it's themselves the, and themselves <laughs> and themselves. That's a that's a great point as well. Like the Cloud Nine, the Phase, the United, the Sentinels, the the, the Optic Gaming. Like those guys, maybe not Phase, but like those guys can beat out pioneers. But these uh, other squads, I don't. Th- I think pioneers win every time. Uh, of course, they don't have the don't know, they don't have the Kansas they- City crowd near them this time. That's a big factor. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm, they 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 three owed them on 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 July 14th. That's my birthday. They three they three won them at the end of June. You know, it, it, consistently. Yeah. G G two run into KCP and they have an issue with them. Interesting. It, 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 it is, it, and, and, I mean, the, the last time that KCP beat G two in a tournament that I know of, you're going back what mid June. Wow. I mean, with those statistics in mind, they, that's that's kind of nuts. And you said that was with Envor. This with the, with Envoy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a big. And I'm sorry. Well, at one point, at one point with Rami. Wow. Yeah, Remy's been everywhere, huh? <laughs> He's been everywhere. That guy. My goodness. So, I'm, I'm uh, so I'm just saying, like they seem to struggle yeah. against G two for whatever reason, and you know, G two's bringing in barcode. You know, you got the honeymoon phase coming in. You got you got this got this young. Goofy young lad, that's the out thing. here, in the, out here in the big old states, <laughs> out here in Texas. You know everything. You know everything bigger in Texas. I mean, I'll tell you what that means after the show. I don't know if it's appropriate. <laughs> What's all that? I'm just saying though, everything bigger in Texas. I mean, I, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out <laughs> and say like that's something that I definitely noticed in Barcode is very like very positive, very like uh, just a good aura, good energy out of him, which is which is great. And I think that's very important for a roster. And we can't we can't forget Coach Callis, man. Uh, I mean that guy that guy's got knowledge, dude. That guy drops yep. bombs of knowledge when it comes to Halo Infinite. If you want to learn, I don't think he streams anymore because he's too busy like being an actual really good coach. But uh, you got to check him out, man. He he that guy knows his stuff. Like like Coach Callis knows his stuff. He answers some questions to me here um, about G two. I, I kind of actually want to go over them uh, real quick if you don't mind, Tony. Um, Please just, just kind of talk about what he said. So I asked him a few questions on Twitter. And uh, I, I wanted him to, to answer these, and he actually took a lot of time to answer them. He took about a week and a half, partly because barcode wasn't official or anything, wasn't in the States yet, wasn't, you know, whatever, um, but also because he wanted to really think about the, the answers that he was giving me. So I'm going to read off a couple questions here. 
I said, if you were thinking of your team as superstars, how would you describe each, pl each player? Uh, for example, Snipedown was always known in the back of the day for being an incredible sniper. He says, Straight Stick is always helping create the best team plays. He's the glue to the team. He can do it all and is one of the best team players in the game. Hashtag best shot. That's Straight Stick. Gilkey knows exactly when to fly at you and hold forward, yet is one of the best back players in the game. He knows how to prioritize spawns for bigger pitcher plays. I think these are incredible descriptions. I mean, what do you think? Tony, I, I, I think you would agree. Um, I'm not letting you agree, but you're going to agree. Uh, Sab is usually the one creating openings for the team. He's one of the best close quarter combat players in the game. He knows exactly how to create pressure on the map as quickly as possible. Now listen to this. This is barcode. You ready? Barcode is our X factor. This guy can do it all. He brings a ton of map pressure and creativity to the team with his playstyle. He's only getting better now that he's in NA. That's kind of scary, Tony. He's in NA. He doesn't have the restrictions of not finding games. He doesn't have the restrictions of 250 ping. Tony, that's scary. That is a scary factor. Second question. What would you say is your strongest oh, game type? As I'm a sorry. Team? Oh, talk sorry, to me. me. Yeah, talk to me. Before we, before we get to the second question, I want to just open up uh, for a Q&A, guys. If you guys have any questions for us in live chat, I'm sorry for anybody who's listening on Spotify or on YouTube, but we'll be going to answer the questions live. Anybody in the chat right now, if you have any questions for us from this point forward, mm -hmm. put it in the chat right now. We'll get to a couple of them. So make sure you guys get out there. I'm sorry, Active. Please no, go no, on. No, I'm I, sorry. I, we definitely want those questions. So guys, ask them. Ask cool ones. Okay. All right. What would you say is your strongest game type as a team, and what is your weakest one and why? He says, I think we're naturally good at Slayers, and as far as objective game types, we're going to be a strong oddball team. We're still smoothing out some edges in our Koth game, but it's looking better each time we play. I love that. That is, that is amazing to me. Like, that, that, you know, he identifies that his Slayers are strong. Objective work always comes with chemistry, but they're already working on it, and their oddball game is strong. That's awesome. That, that's, a, that's a big factor. I said, what have, you, uh, what have you been doing to improve as a team and try to break into the top six at the next super? He said, we've been scripting and reviewing film together to focus on teamwork and improving our comms. That's pretty much a standard answer, right? I would imagine like most, te most players or teams are going to say that. What do you think is the, most best, the best and most competitive game type in the game and why? Um, he says, I really enjoy how the new oddball plays. This is cool. Listen to, the way he's Listen to the way this man thinks and the way he talks about this. This is very interesting. Listen. I really enjoy how the new oddball plays. There's just a ton of tension that comes with a movable objective that freezes time for points. Cancels your ability to shoot your weapon while also simultaneously highlighting your location in real time to the enemy team. Some of the wildest moments can happen in Halo Infinite oddball and I'm all about it. That's, just, I, like, that's a perfect way to answer that question for me. That literally sums up Halo Infinite Oddball in a nutshell, and it's such a perfect way to describe it. Uh, I have two more questions from him. Who do you think is the best player in the game, not on your team, and why? Guess who we picked. Tony, I, wanna, I want you to guess real quick, just to make this fun and interesting. I want you to guess who Callus picked. Uh, the, the, uh, the best player in the game that is not on his team. Who did he pick? Frosty. He picked Chick. He said... That live fire clip will never be topped. This game is solved. <laughs> I, I think he was half trolling, but Chick is sick. He's disgusting. 
Um, I said, what do you uh, what do you think makes Halo Infinite different than any other any other Halo competitively? He says, I think this uh, uh, this Halo game got the equipment right. The repulsor and grapple are just sick and both have so much utility. I also think Halo Infinite is an amazing team game, hot take, but I think it might require more teamwork than Halo 3, and I'm going to 100% agree with him there. 100%. Um, so, Tony, I got to just real quick before we get to the uh, questions, because uh, I, I see one really good question from my man Muggsy. So um, what are your thoughts about his answers here? Oh, great. I thought they were phenomenal. I I, I, lo- I loved every one of the questions. I loved I loved the and I also loved the answers. That oddball description was great. Was it? And uh, <laughs> uh, I, f- I feel like we should use that word for word on the cast. <laughs> I, I love that idea. Yeah, I I love that idea. Um, so yeah, so we're definitely. Um, I I think my favorite answer was definitely the oddball answer. And uh, again, the barcode is our X factor answer because that's scary to think about that he's playing as well as he is because he just got to NA, but really think about that for a second. Let's say you get, uh, let's say you get 15 games in a session, uh, you know, uh, in NA, he probably got like five in, in Australia just because of the ping and just because he couldn't find a game, et cetera, at his high rank. Like you're like, dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited for barcode. That's going to be my thing uh, here. Tony, why don't you pick a question out of the chat and we can answer it together. You answer it first and then I'll come in second. Uh, yeah, first one. Uh, my question is, where is Filthy G? He's locked in my basement next to Pistola. Next one, <laughs> tournament MVP. I was, I was, actually, we have two. We have a two party here. What's who's gonna be your tournament MVP? I'll, I'll let you take the floor on that one. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So tournament MVP is. Oh goodness me! Shoot. All right. Tournament MVP is gonna be Frosty, because I, I do predict uh, Sentinels winning this. Um, I think Frosty is. Just an all-around incredible slayer. I think he also, uh, Tony and I were talking about this earlier, he also kind of takes the uh, lead, the leadership as well as Snakebite, so they kind of like share that leadership role. And I think that um, with the two of them, there's come this trust where if one of them play calls a play, uh, you know, the other will trust and the rest of the team will trust. And, and I think that uh, Frosty just brings so much to the table uh, in, terms of, in terms of that. So I think... Uh, overall, MVP will definitely be Frosty in this tournament. Um, that that being said, I, if Sentinels don't win, it's probably going to be someone different. But I, I truly think Frosty is MVP, and I think that they win. Um, your wild card player to look out for, I kind of just talked about him. It's going to be Barcode. Um, that's the player that I, I truly do think that uh, we're really going to see a player from Australia come through and see what he's really capable of with just a little bit of NA practice, a little bit of practice in North America. We're going to see what he's capable of. If you've watched his streams, if you've watched his Twitter clips, this kid is disgusting already. And I'm very excited to see what he does with this G2 roster. Tony, I know you said G2. Uh, Tony, I, I'm high on the barcode train right now. I'm going to I'm gonna agree with you. G2 over Pioneers. G2 win that pool. I, I'm sorry. I have to switch up my... I, it's kind of like, uh, you know... Wait, I, way to stand with your convictions. I can't. I can't do it. There's too much barcode talk. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much barcode talk, and I can't get them out of my head now. I want this kid to pop off. Like been, uh, been, sitting predi- been sitting on his prediction for 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 what a week and a half, and I, I, I give you a fifteen second monologue, and you're already ready to jump ship. What can and, I say, man? Point, is your favorite team phase anymore? Is your name even active? 
The whole world just turned upside down after 15. After what? I said 15 seconds. I'm sorry. A two minute monologue. It was a good monologue. What do you want from me? Your 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 words are powerful, Tony. Your words are powerful, and it wasn't actually your words. I don't care about what you said. It was it was Callus's words. No, but seriously, barcode is disgusting. I think he's gonna be incredible. Anyway, enough about my answers. Now you answer the question. So first question: Tournament MVP. Who is your tournament MVP for the Super? My tournament MVP is going to be Frosty. Everybody's going to say Lucid. Uh, don't forget about Bound as well. Bound's going to have an incredible tournament. You think so? Okay. I'm, I swear on everything I love. I'm not. I'm not even joking. People are people are going to see Bound on Cloud Nine and see the and see the things that they do, and they're like, "Holy hell!" <laughs> uh, tournament wildcard Falcated. Falcated the most. And you yeah. you were talking about it earlier. You think he's the top five most underrated player in the game. Yeah, which, which is awesome. And on this phase roster, people people are looking at Renegade, looking at Spark. Right. People even saying that you know Snipe down, yeah, uh, uh, being one of the main slayers. And it's and it's funny because because consistently Falcated flies under the radar. Dude, he does. And <laughs> and it, 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 it's it's quite disgusting. So <laughs> MVP, in my opinion, Frosty's gonna sh- should win it because mm-hmm. he's gonna ha- he's gonna be crazy. But I think if we have a vote, people are gonna vote Lucid. Oh man. We've got an incredible tournament ahead of us. Um, honestly, I think I think you are 100% right about Falcated. He definitely flies under the radar. But I don't think the reason I don't agree with that, um, just, just you know, my pushback here, is I think that uh, with, the, with the way Sparty was talking about FaZe and with the, the matches we've seen and the scrims we've seen, I believe Optic is actually scrimming them tomorrow. Tony, we have to watch that if we can after the rehearsal. Um, but, you know... I don't think Falcade is going to get the spotlight that he deserves because of the fact that because of the fact that FaZe is not going to perform, in my opinion, very well this super. Now, all of that being said, I'm honestly fighting a extreme bias for FaZe right now. And I've talked about this in other podcasts. I talk about the intangibles, the whys, you know, the, the three players on the squad that have a why to win that could essentially drive them to the top. But Listening to them, listening to their communication, listening to their comms, talking to Sparty, they're not ready yet. And I think they'll be ready by Worlds. I think they contend for a Worlds championship. I think I'm being serious. I do think that if they continue on this trajectory, because of the trajectory I saw in that last tournament, where they started in round one against G1, where they ended at the end of the tournament against G1, this roster is going to improve very fast. Very fast. Um, So, anyway... I don't know what's the point of you saying you disagree with me because give me two minutes and I'll, I'll be able to flip. I'll be able to flip. I know decision. we're not talking about that. Give me, give me a, give me no, a two, no, minute two minute monologue. I'll flip the decision. Do we, do, we, no. do we have t- we have time for one more uh, one one more oh, question? Absolutely, absolutely. What we got here? Uh, who is your dark horse? What? Is, okay, so the same question, pretty much. Who is your dark horse team? And who's uh your team? Your underdog team? Pretty, pretty much the same question. Okay, yeah, G two is my underdog team. Um, it's all Tony's fault. It, it's your fault, Tony. What do you want from me? That, that you're, that they're the underdog in my, in my eyes, in that pool. They're the underdog. Um, but, sure. but I don't trust, no, no offense, I love Space Station Gaming so much. Like, there's a, there, my heart and my brain are in different spots of my body, and they're also in different spots in my topics, okay? I love Space Station Gaming. I just don't think, even though they are, on, you know, people have seen their performance and are not happy with it, I mean, Lions, G2. G2 is for, for me. What about you, Tony? Well, you know, I have two teams that I'm looking out for okay. as underdogs. And, you know, 
I too have G1 <laughs> and my other underdog squad. Uh, I want to say complexity. Okay. I really do, but I'm going to say my other roster that I'm, re- I'm really struggling with people just not talking about. Yep. Is E United. Mm. So my two my two underrated my two underdog squads are G1 and E United. Um my problem is that E United are fighting against their own success. E United have consistently placed top four, second, third, and fourth place. So the it's hard for me to have them as my underdog squad and cause cause I feel like if I pick E United and they get top six, I don't think it's bad. Or if they get fourth place, I don't think it's bad, right, right. but it's not improving. On what they've done in the past, right, right. So I feel like I feel like they're almost a victim of their own success, but it's still EU United not being talked about at all in the top fours, top sixes, and they, I, 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 people aren't even talking about EU United in the top eight, which is downright disrespectful. Mm. So give me G one because G one have just looked incredible. They have, and you know when they when they've been playing in the facility, they've been absolutely lights out. Even when they've separated, because I think Swiss was the only one at the facility for quite some time, and they were still doing great. So I would say give me G1, and I'll give a shout-out to Complexity as well because uh, I think, dude, people are not they're, – they're, they're, they're undervaluing Complexity big time, mm-hmm. and, um, and that's going to change starting uh, this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I had Complexity uh, second in their pool, I believe, so I, I agree with you there 100%. Um, all right, I think that we've gone over here, so unfortunately we have to, we have to say goodbye. And uh, I think this is a great show. Tony and I were a little what if bit. We, what, what, what's up? You want to do something? What, what, what if what if we end the show, mm-hmm. end the recording? And there's a couple more questions I want to pull from the chat. Why don't we answer like two, two or three more questions off off the? Okay. We'll do off the recording. Is, is that cool with you? Absolutely. Well, and for those of you guys listening on Spotify and YouTube, if you got if you guys want this inside content, I'm just saying we stream every day, ten o'clock at night, PM Eastern Wednesday, Wednesdays. Yep. Every t- every so if you guys want to be a part of these discussions that you're not gonna see the insider stuff, <laughs> come on to the Twitch coming live. You know, you know what I mean? Like, get a little teaser real quick, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, this has been HCS Source episode six. Thank you so much for watching. Again, we have it on YouTube and on Spotify every Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you show some love and subscribe to the Spotify and the YouTube. You know, listen to something while you're on your way to work or when you're doing chores around the house. It's a great listen. Thank you all that have subscribed already and that have followed the podcast on Spotify as well. We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you next Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern, uploaded on Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern.